Hello and welcome to You Really Shouldn't Have, the show that unwraps the stories behind some of the worst gifts to have ever been given. Joining me on this episode is actress Victoria Summer. We talk about her big move over to LA, rubbing shoulders with the likes of Tom Hanks on the set of Disney's Saving Mr. Banks, and of course, she tells all on the worst gift she's ever been given. Victoria, welcome to You Really Shouldn't Have. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. So I want to go right back to the beginning. And when did your passion for performing first begin? Oh my gosh, age two. I was dancing. I was doing ballet. And then I was doing song and dance and um, winning competitions in festivals uh, in my local area. And then I started to do musicals and plays in school. And uh, my love for musical theatre grew. And so did my love for being on the stage. I just loved being on the stage um, and singing. I was doing solos in concerts. And then I got my scholarship to go to stage school, which I was absolutely delighted to get. And I went to Arts Ed in London. And pretty much uh, my career started after my three-year degree on the West End at the Almeida Theatre. So at what point growing up did you think that it could be something you could pursue professionally? Um, When I played Nancy and Oliver at school and I sung that song, as long as he needs me. And I just remember the spotlight being on me and that feeling of, oh my God, this is amazing. It was just such an amazing feeling singing that solo. I never forget it. And I just fell in love at that moment and um, pretty much haven't looked back. It's a tough career, but I haven't looked back since. Amazing. I know you decided to move out to L.A., so that must have been quite a daunting prospect for you. Did you have a lot of time to sort of mull over that decision before you went for it? No, because if I'd have mulled over it, I wouldn't have done it, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> I, no, because, and thank God, yeah, I... I, it was literally, I'm just going to go and let's see how it goes. And I literally got on a plane with a couple of suitcases and a dream and a little place to stay. And that's how it went for me. Talk me through those first couple of weeks when you landed in LA. What, what happened? Well, I'd booked myself um, in this really horrific motel in Hollywood. Um, and I had a month there. So I felt like, well, okay, I'm sorted for a month and then I've got to work out the other two months of my visitor visa. And um, literally as soon as I got, oh, by the way, I'd been through this whole change of look. I'd lost weight, I was really skinny and I had blonde hair with hair extensions because I felt like to go to LA, I had to change my look and I had to be like everybody else, which was actually the biggest mistake to even think that. And yeah, I, I tried to just meet as many people as I could. I had hardly any money. And I just remember curling my hair every day because I felt like that gave me some control over the situation. Always wearing boot high heels. I had these like cowboy boot style high heels and skinny jeans. And I was literally just trying to fit in. That was my thing. I just wanted to fit in. And of course, that never got me any work. It's when you don't fit in, you look completely different to everybody else that you actually start booking jobs. And that's actually took me a while to find that out. But that was the key to my success later on down the line. Did you have any preconceptions of what Hollywood would be like before you got there? And how did that match up to the reality of it when you arrived? It's a good question. Um, Yes, of course, because 
I had been to America once when I was 11 years old. And I had been to Marie, I was staying in Marina Del Rey at a hotel there. And I went to Disneyland and I went to Universal Studios. And I remember at the time thinking, I have to live in America. <laughs> One day I'm going to live in America. And so I was so set on the idea of living there when I was 11 years old that obviously eventually it turned out that I showed up there and lived there. Um, so it was kind of like predestined from 11. You mentioned Disney there, which leads me on nicely to my next question, which is that you landed a role in Saving Mr. Banks, uh, playing Julie Andrews, who I know was a big hero of yours growing up. So what was the experience like of working on that movie? Oh my God, it was amazing. And I have to tell you that I really wasn't ready for it, but I'm not sure that you're ever ready for it because it is, it's almost like it went past as a blur for me. Um, but it's like I was backstage, they did my hair, they made me look like Julie Andrews. I got in her premiere dress and then I walked out of the makeup trailer. I bumped into Tom Hanks. Wow. We were having a chat, I was called to set. We were on set and there was Emma Thompson and she was chatting to me. And it was just like, oh my God. And that was literally my biggest role at that time. And I didn't even know it was going to be a big film. I had no idea. I just knew that I loved Julie Andrews and that I really respected Tom Hanks and Emma Thompson. And this was massive for me, regardless of whether it was going to be a massive film. Mm -hmm. No, it's a great film. I absolutely love Saving Mr. Banks. Brilliant film. Further to that, I know you've also worked on a number of other projects, including Transformers and Game of Aces. So what experiences did you take away from working on those films? I loved watching Michael Bay work on Transformers, and it was amazing to be on a massive set like that with multi-million dollar production and to have huge stars, you know, in Crafty making sandwiches like Stanley Tucci. And you're like, oh, hi. And having a little chat with him about his life in London with his wife, you know, and meeting Mark Wahlberg and chatting to Mark about his kids and his family. And it's just like, wow. And being on set for three weeks, um, that was amazing. We stayed at fantastic hotels and, um, I just fell in love with being an actress, I think, at that point. Um, I, I would never go back to any other career. And then Game of Aces, completely different, <laughs> super low budget. We were staying in motels in the desert. And um, I was running up and down sand dunes. I mean, for me, I love athletics. So for me, it was fantastic. But I also was trained on World War I guns. And that was amazing. So, um, yeah, I, I've had some really nice roles and I feel like I've had a really nice, versatile career so far and I'd like that to continue. Oh my God. Now we've reached the part of the show where I have to ask you, what is the worst gift you've ever been given? The worst gift I've ever been given is at a gifting suite in Los Angeles at the W Hotel. And I, I, I don't know whether you know, James, how the gifting suites work, but basically you have a massive room, like a ballroom. I think it was a ballroom. Yes, it was a ballroom. And each company has a, a kiosk and um, every kiosk has its own little promotion, its own little backdrop where you can take a picture and its own product that it's promoting. Uh -huh. So I'm going round, you know, with my bag 
And, um, you know, the person who's guiding me along is saying, you know, well, introducing this is Victoria Summer and she's been in blah, blah, blah movie. And, um, and then they say, hi, you know, my product is blah, blah. So I get to this desk and this lady just hands me the product and I'm looking at it. I'm like, what's this gift? What is it? <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I think, it, it's a vibrator. No. Oh my God, it's a vibrator. And it was, it was, it was a sex toy, James. And I thought, and do you know what she said to me? Can you take a picture with it? <laughs> and I almost did. I was almost like, because I was like in the in the mode of just like, yeah, take a picture, no problem, you know. And I was like, no. I can't take a picture with a vibrator. No. And it was really embarrassing. And so I said, well, um, I can't take a picture with this. I'm so sorry. And I was like, do you want me to give the gift back? And she was like, no, it's okay. You can just take it. And I was like, okay. So I took the gift and walked off. <laughs> Didn't re-gift that one then? No, I, I totally kept it, James. <laughs> State of the art incredible now vibrators aside what is the worst thing you think anyone could buy you if you had to think nightmare gift a nightmare gift for me would be uh birkenstocks have you have you ever have you have you ever seen what they look like no i don't think i'm i'm familiar they're shoes they're 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 they're, they're like flip-flops but they're they're just really basically you basically wear them if you want to remain single oh i see what you mean now they're, they're, prop, no, they're, they're proper like they're anti-dating anti shoes they're proper sandals they are yeah and, and and people wear them with socks even worse james <laughs> they wear them with socks so it, basically i feel like if anyone gave me those i'd just be like oh, oh my god Now, I imagine the current coronavirus pandemic has somewhat halted a lot of productions. But what have you been doing during that time to keep yourself busy? And what have you got coming up once we get back to a sense of normality, if you will? I've had the best time of my life, James. Yeah? It's been, yeah, seriously. It's been the best time of my life. First of all, I finished refurbishing my father's house at the beginning of the year, got him back in and feel very proud that I did that because it was a really tough thing to do. And then shortly after I refurbished his house, I met my fiance in a coffee shop in West Sussex. And three months later, we got engaged. I mean, I've wanted to meet somebody forever, but I was actually, unfortunately, been single for nine years. Um, and um, yeah. <sighs> Um, the pandemic for me has, yeah, like I said, it's really been the best time of my life. I locked down with my, my, uh, f my new man. We locked down together very quickly. We went on like six or seven dates all in a row. And then we were like, let's just lock down together. And we were doing cooking because he's a chef. We were doing lots of countryside walks. And I created Next Generation Role Model, a new TV show that puts the spotlight and highlights kids who are visionaries and leaders of the next generation. And I literally did about 30 interviews during the lockdown of 30 different kids, fell in love with each and every one of them because they're so amazing and they all have big social media followings and um, they're just incredible kids and they, they specifically get chosen because they love to help others. And... Um, yeah, the coronavirus has been a blessing for me. 
I think you've had the best lockdown I've heard of anyone. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for <laughs> absolute sure. I've loved it. Yeah. I wanted to touch a bit on your work with the Teen Cancer America charity and find out a bit more about your work you've done with them. I love Teen Cancer America. I've I've really um, I've, okay. So I've been working with them since 2016, and um, I created an event along with the Lawrence Charles from Charles and Company Tea Fine Tea Company, um, and we decided we were going to create afternoon tea in Los Angeles. And I added a little vegan flair to it, so we have a vegan selection of afternoon tea. And um, we created the first event in 2016 with the launch of Game of Aces, my World War One film. And that was a massive success, I'm, I'm very proud to say. And I became an ambassador of Teen Cancer, continued my relationship with them, love the CEO and his wife, just really good friends of mine, they're English. And I did another tea in Nashville, and we're now working on the third tea, which is actually going to be virtual. So um, the teenagers are amazing. They're so inspiring. A lot of them have had, you know, really tough experiences with cancer and come out the other side and have amazing stories. And um, obviously, it's Roger Daltrey's charity. So they have a really big following. They have amazing celebrities, amazing events um, with you know, big music acts like Ed Sheeran who sing for them and all sorts. So um, they have a lot of support, but um, I really love specifically my, my little event with them, which is my contribution. Now, wrapping up, if you had to go right back to the beginning of your career and give yourself a gift to help to get where you are now, what gift would you give yourself? A really bloody good agent. <laughs> and finally, Victoria, where can people find out more about you and what you do? Please follow me on Instagram at Victoria Summer, Twitter at Victoria Summer, and Facebook, Victoria Summer Entertainment. And please go onto my website, victoriasummer.com, and sign up. For my mailing list certainly will do and victoria thanks so much for joining me on the show today it's been great to have you here thank you for having me james thanks again for listening to this episode of you really shouldn't have be sure to subscribe to us on your chosen podcast service to make sure you never miss another episode you can also find us on twitter and instagram at bad gifts pod as well as online at badgiftspod.com.